Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WGR. Here's the American dream. Dusty Rhodes and Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. Sports Radio 550. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Sports Talk Saturday. No respect. No honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's our time. Want to talk to the guys on Sports Talk Saturday? Call or text us now. You put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's our time. Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Welcome into Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt, Corey Griswold, we're hanging out with you. It's a gorgeous day today. The weather has finally turned. Boys, I cannot tell you how stoked I am that uh, I don't have to worry about like May snow. That's That I'm, was a legitimate fear. Yeah, I, w- I woke up today. It was, it was dicey. A I, little Last week, it was we were skirting it. Dicey. I was praying to every god I know. I, I how know. do you know? <laughs> 15. I'm going to go 15. Okay, let's count up. Hit it. Let's go. Hit it. Oh, Start. Man. All right. Well, we got Catholicism. Th- there's all of, all of the Christianity. Yahweh. I am what I am. That's correct. Yep. Allah, obviously. Two. All right. Same, nope. Same God. Doesn't count. Yeah, same God. It's, oh, all right. Well, no, I know like four then. That's not good. That's not great. Oh, jeez. If it's I not could great. go back in time, I'd hit the under before you started. <laughs> yeah, hit the under. I'd hit the under. I'm going to ham the under there. <laughs> Welcome into Sports Talk Saturday, everyone. Nate Geary is going to be taking a few weeks off, so it's going to be me, Josh, Coria, obviously always on the board, always hanging out. Got the dusty roads Permanently. open. I'm here. I can't leave the studio. It's locked. You're here till like five, yeah, dude. Do it, baby. We got the Kentucky Derby today. We got the Kentucky Derby gotta today. Got to talk about that horse action. Me and Josh threw down a bet at like 10, 20 in the morning today. Yeah. Something like courtesy that. Courtesy of Josh Allen. Yeah, courtesy of Josh courtesy Allen. Of Josh well, Allen. you did it courtesy of Josh Allen. I did it very much. Well, I mean, we're bros. We got the same name. Exactly. That's we, true. We got to stick together. That's true. Uh, we got we've got like a good bit of sports going on right now. I mean, of course, it's the NFL offseason. The Sabers now officially are into the offseason. We did hear from Kevin Adams earlier this week. He was in studio. Exciting. So Exciting we, we, we do know about that. I, I I'm a big fan of whenever him and Granado speak. I mean, and I, I mean yeah, that legitimately. I love when they talk. They're just such a good vibe 
compared to like previous regimes. Like, oh, like yeah. even look back to like when the team was good with like Darcy and Lindy. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew they were going to put a good product on the ice, but they never sounded like they were going to do that. They oh, always yeah. sounded so pessimistic about it. They like, they were they were definitely the the definition of temper your expectations. Yes, regardless if you needed to or not, it was just like, hey, but like it could go bad. Right, right, and 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 we're just gonna. CYA, yeah. just in case it doesn't go well. But we got that. I know, I know I've been talking to you a lot. I've been watching a lot of the Stanley Cup playoffs, even before you know the second round. I was really into it. I was I, I was okay that the Sabres had missed. I I went into this season just wanting a playoff chase. It hurt initially, but then I was like, hey, but you know what? Like Boston could lose to Florida. I went into like a hockey hibernation you until did. like game five, and then I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot going on here. Yep. Like, and I was so down that they missed by one point. You were like, so so for those that don't know, we, we work literally like down the hall. Down the hall from each other. Yeah. And the same shift, too. Well, yeah. you get out a little earlier than I me. I get out a little bit earlier, but like, they're like, you know, we'll like meet up for like a half hour, like, oh, hey, yeah. how's your day and all that stuff? Like, we'll oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. And like, I would talk to you about like games that were going on the night before or that were currently going on. And you're like, that's cool. <laughs> that's great yeah that's i was great just fun. like i was just sitting there in the dark like yeah you were just not having it at all watching mm-hmm. highlights of tage thompson and jeff skinner which are good highlights well right but it's just i was sad but no i'm glad that i mean they're going great honestly i'm a i'm not i'm not happy that the leafs made it but i am happy that it's someone different see okay yeah so that's kind of where i want to start today is talking about that also before i do forget i actually did mean to bring this up i don't think it's the official one year anniversary but I think we're pretty darn close of us doing our first show together. Yeah, it is. We, it, we talked about this the other yes, day. Yes, we talked about this the other day because I remember whenever Top Gun Maverick came out, we mm-hmm. did this show together. We took we took for it over the first for time. We did it for the first time. And then afterwards, we went to go see Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> we were talking about it, I think, on like Wednesday. And we're both like, this seems eerily familiar. Yeah. When, when was, oh well, my it, gosh. And it's <laughs> so funny. If, if For people that don't know, me and Zach actually got hired the same day, the same started day. the same day. Like, it's been like. We're linked. I think, like, our, like, introductory interviews were, like, spaced out between, like, a half hour. Yep. So, like, the whole thing. I mean, like, we were hired together. We've kind of, like, worked the same shifts and all that stuff. But, yeah. So, it's been, like, a year. But, so, I I do want to start on the NHL playoffs because we we, we haven't really been able to dive into it. And I'm kind of glad, like, the first round's over with. We're well into the second round now. And, like, there are legitimate storylines. And one of them being the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Toronto, I've gotten the feeling, is very much like a – lightning rod topic for a lot of people in Buffalo. I don't necessarily see Toronto as like Buffalo's biggest rival. I hate Boston teams far more. I really don't care for the Ottawa Senators, even I mean, from like to, when, the past when we, series. When we play Toronto. Absolutely. Like as a fan. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm all just, in. I'm, I'm all in on hating I'm sold. Them. But, but in terms of like, I always root for their failures. I laugh at it, sure. But it's the long, it was the longest running joke in hockey. Yeah, and, like, and I enjoyed that. But to be fair, like, all these jokes are meant to, like, be finished. Washington Capitals not being able to get past Pittsburgh or win a Stanley Cup with Alexander Ovechkin. Right. Like, they did. By, by the end of it, we were all just rooting for it. And mm-hmm. it became one of the most, like, lighthearted moments in, in hockey for, you know, the recent memory of just Ovechkin winning a cup finally. I think we were all yeah. rooting for that. Um, but like, for me, Toronto, like, when they were playing Tampa again for the second year in a row, and I think three out of, like, the last, like, five years in the first round or something like that. Yeah, they finally didn't get Boston. Oh, great. We can do it. Nope. Nope. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. But, like, I really – I enjoyed watching that series. It goes six games. Toronto – I mean, I've gotten to a point now watching the Toronto games. They're down two two to nothing in their series with Florida. I think they absolutely can bounce back. They've been playing really, really good. Bobrovsky, mm-hmm. though, the goaltender for Florida, has he, just been phenomenal. He is so streaky. Like, he just comes out of nowhere and is just like, hey, guys, I'm a good goalie again. I'm worth the $10 million you paid me. And then mm-hmm. – all of a sudden, it's just, yeah, well, no, I'm not good anymore. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to take a break now. And, and the other and night. And it's not like you have Spencer Knight backing up. I, I hope everything's going well with him. He was 
you know, in the I, I can't remember the exact name of it. It's the player assistance program in yeah. the NHL. I hope he's doing well. He's a good young goalie, but you know, they don't have him backing him up and backing them up anywhere. Now Alex Lyon I was gonna say Alex Lyon He's been all right. He earned himself being on Florida's like announcing they're going to the playoffs poster. He was front right. and center with him and Matthew Gachuk and you know, those were kinda like the two stars of the late season run that Florida had to ultimately get them in the playoffs. Right. Lyon though kinda lost that job to Bobrovsky pretty early on in well, like Boston. I said, I mean Bobrovsky is he's he's almost like he's a clutch goalie. Like he just he knows he, he won't do good for you in the long run, but if you need him to win three, four But in these moments. Yeah. He's if, you, if you need him to win four games, he can do it. But like, it's just it, it's been really interesting. I mean, you look at those two teams, Florida and, and Toronto. For me, Toronto, I was actively rooting for them against Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I know I some people may hate when I say that. I just Tampa this year especially I couldn't stand them. They, yeah, they need to just go away. I, like, I, I don't really like any of their players. Braden Point might be the, be the only guy I, I genuinely like to watch. Stamkos. Stamkos, sure, yeah. But it's just like, I don't like anything with Tampa. Where Toronto, like, I did get to kind of a point where I'm like, I would just like to see the high-end talent, like, just finally kind of show off. Well, I think the problem with Tampa was they went, they tried to buy a cup. Yeah, like, oh, they, yeah. They traded, what, Five picks, two of them being first rounders for Tanner Janot, and then he doesn't even play the elimination. That was game? my favorite part of, Tanner the, of Janot, the first round. Tanner Janot, granted, he is a great player. He is your perfect like scoring scrappy winger. I think he could, if he gets in the right team in the right situation, I think he might be. It made sense why Tampa. He might made, be shades of Brad Marchand. Yeah, it made sense why Tampa wanted to go get him. It was the price though. On it was, was it the trade deadline day or was it a few days before? Uh, I think it was a few days before. It was either, no, I think it was the day of, but not close to the deadline. Okay, but, but like when they did that, like everyone was like, I mean, Tanner Janot makes sense for Tampa, but like they sold everything. Do you know where he was playing in the 2019-2020 season? He was with Nashville, but was he in their... He was splitting games. Well, not really splitting games, but he was between the AHL and the ECHL. That's not ideal. He played a three-game stint in the ECHL and 57 games in the AHL and only had 20 points. Mm. Next year, he comes up and he has like 15 games with the Predators, goes back down to the AHL, and then back down to the ECHL again... And then comes up, has a good couple seasons with the Predators, gets traded to the Lightning, has four points in 20 games in the regular season, and no points in three playoff games. Man. I mean, they like, traded uh, yeah. five picks, two of them being first rounders, for a guy to play 23 games. Well, and that's the thing, like you're looking at it, and, and I know I was somebody also who thought, like, if Toronto lost in the first round this year, I thought they were going to blow it up. I still Obviously, think Kyle Dubas, I think, was going to be gone. I think Pittsburgh I still was going to snatch might him up. Blow it up in a sense. If they lose, they definitely could. I the, the Matthew situation is obviously a key one to keep an eye on, and, and what's going on there. But the reason why, like, I'm really watching the Eastern Conference closely this year is Buffalo. Yeah, I think Buffalo and and where they're at currently in their rebuild. And I and I've said it a number of times on on air, and I've said it with you privately as well. Like, I for sure believe they're making the playoffs next year. I think without a doubt, I think there's going to be a number of teams in the East that will dip down a bit. We even saw with Boston in the playoffs. They fell they off quickly. Did not look right. Linus Allmark for the second playoff series in a row. Mm-hmm. Well, and and Bergeron was awful. Bergeron played hurt. Bergeron he played hurt. Back I mean, I think that's I think that's he's, all. But but he's, Don, he's. He, I, I don't I don't say this as a Sabres fan. I say this as a hockey fan. He should go out on top. I mean, not necessarily on top, but but a, a great regular season. Yeah. He ultimately gets hurt. Just uh, I think so. His family could see him play one more time. So I think it was his dad or his grandpa who who ultimately passed. I cannot remember. I'm not, I'm not sure the storyline. But he plays one more time, and I think gets hurt in Columbus or something like that. And then you know no one really blamed him for because it it's like he wants to play in front of his family. But just 
this always felt like a last ride mm-hmm. and a last yep. dance for Boston. And they had the greatest statistical regular season of all time. And then, like every President's Trophy winner, they fall short in the playoffs because which is crazy. Oh no! But but looking at the sport of hockey, it's not like baseball in the sense where you play 162 games and then really you're just hoping just win enough to get in the dance and then hope at the end of the year you're the hottest team because then like you're right. baseball's such a streaky sport, especially well because it's so long. Yeah, it's so long and just you know the nature of hitting and pitching and all that stuff. Like it, it's it can be very streaky. You just hope you're the, the hottest team in baseball when when the postseason comes around. Hockey's kind of that same way, but you're also seeing like teams like a Tampa Bay or a Boston who kind of they're old enough, they're mature enough to know, hey, we don't really need to put like you know the throttle all the way down to the floor. We don't right. need to do that right now. Like we're saving up for you know spring when it's the playoffs. The Sabers, I think, were one of those teams too that like they needed to kind of figure out their points. But they're a young team. I mean, literally, they were the youngest team in hockey with guys like Kyle Oposo and Craig Anderson on the roster. Right. Well, they, it, they will likely actually statistically get younger. Yeah, because, because guys like Oposo yeah. and Anderson are, I, well, I mean. Well, Anderson definitely is Anderson's retiring. Retired, we know that. Yep, but o- Oposo, though, is kind of up in the air. I would actually like to see the Sabres bring him back. Yeah, maybe on like a one- or two-year deal. Yep. I, but I, it's I, all up to him at this point yeah. because of the whole injury thing from a few years ago. I, oh, like, yeah. I personally, I whatever is best for him. I I mm-hmm. lo- if if he does retire, I'd love for the Sabers to bring him in as a like, maybe not a coach, but like a front office role. Yeah, I think that would be really that, that would be good. classy and really good because he's 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 been done part of the group. I was just saying he's done wonders with this young group, bringing them oh, along yeah. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I, I truthfully, I have loved how the Sabers have done all this. I, I look, I would have loved to have seen the playoffs this year, especially when you saw Florida beat Boston. It's kind mm-hmm. of one of those like could you know Buffalo have been them, and, and of course that's. Probably always going to gnaw at people's you know brains, but just for but me, there's like, always next year. There's always next and, and, year, and, and for to be once honest, they're set. Yeah, they're setting it up right long term. For once, it's not a oh yeah we can maybe we can get it maybe we can get it next year. I mean we're going to get the top ten pick this year, but yeah maybe next year. No, this time it's real. The Sabers are probably going to pick like fifteenth or sixteenth because they were like one of the last teams to not make the playoffs. The NHL um, draft lottery is on Monday. I know and, it came up so fast. And, and it is the Sabers do have a point two percent chance to get well, yeah, to they, win the lottery, and, but they can only yeah, go up ten spots. Yeah, they only move up ten. But ultimately, like that to me has been the biggest signal of like people are all in on this group. No one cares about the lottery nope. in a very loaded class, very reminiscent of twenty fifteen with McDavid and Eichel. Everyone's like, no, nah, cool. Like the Sabers are loaded. Like whoever they draft, sweet. He's just going to join another loaded prospect pool. Yep. Which just seems to be getting better. You're seeing Yuri Kulik really develop. Look at Matt, Matt Savoy. Matt Savoy oh. is in. Um, I, uh, is it the WHL? Is he in? Yes. Yep. He's in On the that, Winnipeg Ice. He's in that championship after having just an unbelievable playoff run with them. And we're sitting here going, I don't know if they can make this ne- this next year's roster. Yeah. And for years, if we had a prospect like a Matthew Savoy or a Yuri Kulik, he would have came up during the season. Yeah, absolutely. Like he would have. There would well, have been clear spots available, and yeah. they would have been trying desperately, like they did with Casey Middlestat, his rookie year, just getting butts in seats. Right. Bring him up. Yep. I mean, that's the whole reason why Casey Middlestat was brought up his rookie year right out of high school, was that— Yeah, he was literally a high school player playing yeah, against We need, We need somebody who can get fans excited. And it was Casey an Middlestat has become one of the most consistent scorers on the team. And Somehow— what is that about? If you Somehow, would have told me that a year ago, I would have laughed in your face. Me and you would but, watch the beginning of Sabres games once we were both done with our shift. We would like yep. just be watching and talking together, and we were both sitting there, like kind of joking, going like trade value, baby. Anytime he would do anything, yeah. And now it's like, no, stay, please. Like, yeah, instead, he has had 59, fifty nine points. Yeah, fifty nine. And by the end of it, he was playing on a top line with Skinner and Tuck due to Thompson's injury. Yep. And that line was hitting. It was mm-hmm. a good line, and it's just. 
like that's my thing too that I look at this team. I'm okay that they didn't make the playoffs this year because it actually feels like they'll keep making it. That they'll become one of these teams in yeah. the East that you just pencil in like we'll figure out well, seating, but here, they're gonna be there. Here we go. Look 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 around the East here. Obviously you still have your surefire, they're gonna be around for a while. Carolina. Abs- oh, absolutely. Ta- Toronto. Yep. Tampa Bay's falling off. Tampa I Bay's think. getting old. They're not as old as Boston, but I'm I'm with you. They're I think also they're falling running off. out of they're going to have to re-sign guys that are younger, mm-hmm. that are better than their older guys, and the older guys are on big deals. Yep. So they're going to run out of people, or they're going to run out of money. Um, Pittsburgh and Washington both looked slow and in need Pittsburgh, of a rebuild. Pittsburgh is such a fascinating team. They tried to play fast yep. because of their skill in Malkin and Crosby and had a slow lineup. But Malkin and Crosby aren't Malkin and Crosby of 2010, 2011, no. 2012. Now, what is interesting, I, you probably know this stat too, this is the first time both of them have played all 82 games together in their entire career. Yeah, because Crosby's been hurt so much And in then his Malkin career. as well, just well, has, right. has his injuries as well. Like, yeah. They just could but never Crosby, do it, and they still miss the playoffs. Crosby's concussions, I think, are one of the biggest what-ifs oh, in hockey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he missed years of his prime. Right. It's a lot, and, and this is kind of a weird name to throw out there with Crosby, but it's a lot like Tim Connolly. Tim Connolly was one of the fastest. Talked a lot about Tim Connolly yesterday on Showman Bulldog. Oh, yeah. and Bulldog. Well, well, you know, remembering the 05-06 Ottawa series, game one. Right. And there was a lot of talk of, of Tim Connolly. And, and he's always been one of those Sabres that's brought up quite a bit of that generation of what could have been. Right. If he would have been health, like if he would have been able to stay healthy, not get injured, not have his concussions, I think the Sabres win the Cup in 2006-2007. The year they win the president. We had a trophy. few people talk about that. So he's like the third line because there's um, there's Roy, there's Drury, and there's Greer, which is one line. There's Briere, there's Dumont, and I think it's a Fennigenoff on that second line. Mm-hmm. Connolly's on the third with Vanek and yes. So like he, Tim Connolly, who's like lightning fast yep. at that moment, is drawing you know the worst defensive assignment that the senators are throwing at him right so like he was piercing through all of that same with the flyers who were deadly slow that year like darian hatcher is the anchor on their defense and he's not fast at all the sabers were really fast in exploiting that so like and Connolly was maybe the fastest of them along with finnegan i was gonna say he was maybe the fastest on a team with maximum finnegan right so like his that output of his in that playoff run is a lot due to circumstances and placement like he was he was correctly slotted and Mm -hmm. in later years when they start slotting him as number one or number two and he starts pulling the best defensive matchups his performance doesn't really match up along with oh my god he had a concussion and he missed like almost a full year oh he did i I pulled up his reference oh five oh six he plays 63 games 55 points it's that next year oh six oh seven he plays two games zach where were you uh for that game in 05-06. Oh, baby, I was like seven or eight. I, I, was think, in, I think I had just turned eight. Wait, I was wait, in the which, sports booth. Which, which game Man, are we talking I'm about? I'm so sorry. Yeah. The Carolina game or the overtime against the Senators where Jason Pominville made <sighs> Daniel Alfredson look like a fool? I was this close to calling yesterday because Bulldog and I, he, he Bulldog gave a story yesterday about being on his motorcycle and oh, having yeah, to race baby. home and not being cool with it. Um, <laughs> the least cool motorcycle dad of all time, being like, I don't know about this one. It's kind of going fast. I was gonna say he was like, he was like, I was driving seventy, and I could feel it. <laughs> right. So like, um, that uh, going into Game Seven against Carolina, it might have been the day before. We start hearing rumors that Jamie Key is got a staff infection and is unavailable for the game. And I'm pretty sure it's a Friday, and I'm pretty sure it might have just been Bulldog on that day. I'm not sure. Um, regardless of what happened, um. He was on location, and the power went out everywhere here in the station. Like, everything's dead. He had to drive out 
on his motorcycle to Colden, where our transmitter is, and have an engineer plug him directly into the transmitter so that we could get back on the air to keep broadcasting. And I had to call on a phone from my phone, in a, and I'm just standing right here behind it, because I think I, I might have been producing for them at that time, like just standing here on a cell phone in 2005 and 2006, and just like nothing here is on, everything's off, and I had to do the legal ID over the phone as soon as they patched me in, because we had not done a legal ID in like two hours, because that's how long we were out. Nice. So like if you've ever, like, that was really cool, right before the highest stakes Sabres game played since they were in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. was that My lasting memory of that run is like, oh yeah, I remember everything like literally flying apart around me while we were trying to broadcast that series. <laughs> What's that was funny pretty great. Is, so Corey's telling us a story. This is the horror story he told me and Josh when he was training us yes. on Bison's games. Yeah, When we, when we were that. first hired. <laughs> That's right. He's telling us this. is like, yeah, it'll never get worse than this story that I lived yeah, through nothing in my can, 20s. Nothing can shake me. And it probably won't happen but there's a chance. But there's and always a chance. There's always a chance all the power will go out and you'll have nothing to do and the Bills will be playing the Super Bowl the next day. Just be ready for that. Um, <laughs> I just remember hearing the story, always having like the calm, like smiling face that I have, but in, internally I was having cold sweats. And y'all never even had to touch the winer line. We had no. two of those. We had a winer line in the morning and in the afternoon. I was I was given the winer line story last Saturday as we're doing day three draft coverage as Nate and Corey are like going through the absolute hell that it was to oh. like put it together. <laughs> but that was easily the best hockey game I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Game one that was Ottawa. the that was like the first. I was like six, so that was like the first like late night game my parents let me stay up for. And this is before they cut Canada off to us. So like we're watching CBC yeah. here in the yep. studio. Like, it was, that's it was the versus. Yeah. It was versus. It was versus. So we were, were like, no. So we, we put on, you know, we were like, Hockey no. Night in Canada. <laughs> and, and obviously we're listening to, you know, RJ and um, Harry Neal do yeah. the call on our station. It was. I thought it was Jim Lorenz still at that point. Mm, uh, Jim Lorenz, was it? It was not Jim Lorenz still at that point. I think it was Harry Neal at that point who was doing the call. I think. I don't think it was it was, a, it was around it was around there like those like Lorenz might have stopped right before, during the lockout that might have been oh right that might have yep. been his last go mm-hmm. um, but like we were just all running back and forth constantly because it was to to cut the audio to like actually do a broadcast during that game with how quickly it was turning constantly I just couldn't write an update. Because the game was constantly changing, like the, the someone the the Senators would score, then here comes the Sabers back, and here comes the Senators again. It was so back and forth mm-hmm. with so many into like everybody still remembers what Brian Smolinski's face looks like because of when he scored that goal to give them the lead at five four before Connolly ties it, and he just looks and he's got the smuggest look on his face in history, and like that is still tattooed on into the oh, eyelids yeah. of people who remember that game, and like we're all here in the studio and we're like. We're never going to get over that, that face. That we're going to kill that person. We're going to have to find this <laughs> we're person. We're going to lose our minds. And then, like, 30 seconds later, like, I'm writing the copy of, like, Sabres lose game one, Brian Sminsky, who's a huge jerk, by the way. And, like, I'm writing the copy. <laughs> and, like, that's when Conley scores. So, like, I can't even look down to write. I have to keep watching the game. Absolutely. I, think I, I don't think I did an update in postgame that was written because I couldn't. Because yeah, the game you had no time, o- overtime you had no ended time. in 18 seconds. Yeah, so it was just like uh, hockey. Pr- press the sound button and then you pl- just play the highlights, and that was it. It's like Sabers win. Nobody cares about anything else. Back to you. And that was the update, basically. I feel bad. <laughs> like I like I was I was old enough to like to form these memories, but I got into hockey later. I got into it more like you know late middle school, early high school because I, I'll, I the Sabers were bad. Like truthfully, when I was growing up watching the sport, they they were not well, very yeah. good. The the excitement was who's going to be the first overall pick. 
Yeah, that was the excitement I, I every year. I have a far more vivid memory of Ott being traded and the tank kind of officially beginning yeah. than I have of any of like the I was, early uh, 2000s visib- ones. I was visibly I upset that day because Ryan Miller also was traded with yes. Steve Ott. Yes. <laughs> <That's tough. laughs> um, yeah, that, it's hard to put in. The, the Bills have obviously generated like action. Oh, yeah. But because of the Bills like coming to, into their full horsepower during COVID, and like. We kind of. We, we, we missed the. The, the climb and there, of people realizing, like, oh, crap, they're The good. closest atmosphere to what was going on in Buffalo during that 05-06 run in the playoffs is the Patriots' home playoff game. Yeah, that's I've heard a lot because of people like describe that, it like that. that. That high of, like, oh, my God, yes. like, here we are. Because the Bills were on the road or in an empty stadium the previous years. This this you know this year they played the Bengals in a game and it just was a disaster from the start. They played a football game. And the football game in 506 like you were you're guaranteed home playoff games. So like yeah. there was a, a, there was a party in the plaza every home game and it was packed to the gills and it was it looked like how Toronto looked this year. Like every game it looked like that. They were showing highlights of the Sabres playing the Flyers at the Bisons game. Like that, and people just freaking out because of the score at the Bisons game. There's like there's somewhere deep in our archives. Uh, Scott Wilson, who who used to work at the station, was working here at that time. Just got a bunch of audio of people leaving the Bisons game about the Sabers and how they did, and everybody's like wasted out of their mind. Like we couldn't air it because there were so many swears. But, but like, like just, it was it's so such a good time. Like it's uh, 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 lightning in a bottle. You can't reproduce something like that. Whatever the Bills do next. Or whatever the Sabers do next will be its own animal. Mm-hmm. That moment is so unique to the time and to the technology because yeah. there, like nobody really had Twitter yet, nobody really had Snapchat yet. There were no, Facebook no one was could there, literally but, on their cell phone live stream the game. That's right. No, like it, it would, the if you had the ESPN phone, you could pull that off a little flip phone that would play like a 280 resolution video of yeah. like just <laughs> it, it yeah. looked like watching an eight bit hockey game. Yep. Like, if you knew someone like that, you, they were a high roller, man. Everybody still had, like, a, a Blackberries. Like, it was a, oh, what a time to be alive, it Blackberries. Was a, it was a real, like... Flip phones with the little antenna that Exactly. You, you know when you learn about, like, the 1920s and everybody's got newfangled technology and none of it is practical yep. at all? Yep. 2004, 2005 America was that. Oh. <laughs> I just... I, I want that feeling. Like, as, as, as that, like I think that's where I'm most disappointed the Sabres didn't make the playoffs is because they would have gotten Boston. They would have gotten this team we could be, had, We could be getting – we could be doing a preview for a Sabres game right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like that's, it, it that's could be such a, a prelude cool to tonight. Feeling. And it's yeah. just uh, – but I love where the team is going. I, I think this is one of the most likable teams yep. in – Buffalo's had, not just the Sabres or the Bills, but Buffalo's had in quite a long time. I think all of them are very, very likable superstars. And you can have better stories, too, of like guys like Tage Thompson who were effectively nothing. Yeah, he, no, he I, was a complete I, afterthought, especially after the Ryan O'Reilly wins the cup with St. Louis yeah, moment, where it was you, just like, if well, you I hope Tage is like a fifty-point score at some point. Yeah, if you asked me in twenty eighteen, I like I was ready to just give up because you, you traded for a guy that did nothing. Yep, that was supposed to be your your blue chip prospect that you got in the Ryan O'Reilly deal, and instead everyone else in that deal yeah. retires or is terrible. Yeah, I mean, Saboka, and, and, and that's the thing when, when O'Reilly Saboka goes never to worked. St. Louis, he becomes a Selkie and a Con Smythe guy, right? Saboka never worked. Berglund just left the NHL, yeah, and now he's coming out with comments about the Sabers, which are a little, a little wild, rude, if you'd ask yeah, me, a little wild. But um, and then Halak basically retires. Yeah, it, it I don't know. I think it's, just I, crazy. It, it's always tough to talk about the Sabers of like the 2010s, really, because it, it really is just like they were bad. Like yeah, and not was, just and not just drought bills bad, which you know, the drought bills were just effectively mediocre. They didn't really have a quarterback, but they were never like the worst team in football. I'm never surprised 
by a name I hear about a Bills player in the Bills drought. Like, so yep. if somebody goes, Ashton Yabuti, it's like, no, nah, I know who Ashton Yabuti is. I've heard of that. Yep, <laughs> I, know, I know Coy Wire. Don't yeah. come at me like that. Don't come at me like that. But, like, someone will roll out, like, a, 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 Sabres, a Sabre from that era, and I'll just be like, it's not a real person. That that person did not play the sport of hockey. Nope. Victor Antipin. See, like that. <laughs> Antipin had so much hype coming just in, like, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had he so was just, much he hype. He was just a goon that scored, like, 13 points a year, though. Yeah. Like, he didn't do much. But coming over from Russia, everyone was like, this dude might be a stud defenseman. And remember? A permanent brain-damaged part of my brain. So that every time I hear it, it's like, oh, new memory. What? Do you guys remember when they signed, like, it was like a three-day span. They signed Oscari Laxanen, Lawrence Pilot, and who? Some other Swedish guy. Like, I know Lawrence Pilot because he's still around. Laxanen is still in Rochester. Or he was. I don't know if he still is. Actually, I think he got traded. Yeah, he got traded, now that I remember. I think. I don't remember. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of, I'm no, pretty this is sure, correct. but this I'm is, not 100%. This is that era of Sabres but that's, hockey. that's the era of the hockey where it's, and that's where I think for a long time it was so tough for them to like really get even just kids into the building. There wasn't names to grab onto. There wasn't this young guy that was like up and coming. I remember Eichel being... was close to that, but the teams were so poorly constructed when Eichel was here. And even then, Eichel was not a personality you could just grab onto and be like, He's the face of the city now. An intense amount of work to like that team and franchise. Oh, yeah. An intense, it, it amount, intense of amount. And they couldn't even get like just like little things correct that would like bring you around. Now and and it's been talked to death, I think, the last like, you know, eighteen months, but like they nail all of those nights. Ryan Miller um, and RJ were just exceptional. Oh, I, yes, I I yeah. I did not go to uh to Ryan Miller, I went to RJ night. That yeah. was amazing. That truly, building was yeah, shaking. Truly one of the it nights was... I will never forget in terms of sports. And then just even like little stuff like this year, the Minnesota Wild game in Buffalo, I think it ends six five in overtime. Yep, was electric. Even watching on TV, you're just like this. Oh, this is insane. Craig Anderson's last game. Anderson's last game. Like it's just it, like there were so many positives. Even though the team didn't make the playoffs, it does feel like they are swinging so aggressively in the other side that I I will be stunned if they don't make the playoffs next year. Oh, I really every, really will. Every single Saber who touched this era is going to be remembered by people because that yes. we remember we remember guys in sports it's part of it's part of what we do it's part of how we communicate the culture that sabers team and their drought were so bad that mm-hmm. you can't even activate that's really tough to oh, i still, really I still remember them because of how bad it was See, like, it's, it's, i remember they, being yeah. excited about real like, sick like, like mm-hmm. chris stewart Corey Conacher, oh, dude, Justin Bailey, Justin Bailey, Nick Baptiste. How are you Those guys were guys of the future. I'm, I'm, I'm half wondering if I have to dump this. These are actually just oh, made up like NHL generated players. <laughs> it was just like it, it. It was again. It was the drought bills though. There was something lovable about them because of how mediocre no. they were. No, they weren't lovable. They they kind of were though. Yeah. They were bad, no. but, they, but like Fred Jackson was awesome. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, oh come on, sure. Magic, I mean like now, Stevie Johnson. Like, now like, it's okay. Were, at the were, time, oh at the time it hurt. But like you look back, deeply at, like, frustrating. Yeah, but you look back on it with like fondness and like man, if they could have just gotten a quarterback like that, team was it, pretty good. If they could have just done four, five, maybe even ten different things, they could have gone seven they would, and they nine instead it. of six and ten. But you look at these Sabres teams of like you know basically twenty twelve to this year or like last year. Was a nightmare. Even even not like even excluding last year because the end of last year when Tuck like started arrived. Yeah, Tuck was just like, "Hey guys, I'm here. This is my hometown team." Like, 
we're going to be good now or else. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it was like, all right, I, I guess we're going to be good now. But, like, it's just, it, it seems like everything they're doing is going in the right direction. And, like, I, I just, I, I love talking about them now. And for years, it was like, uh, can we please not? Can we not bring up the hellscape that is KeyBank Center and the Buffalo Sabres? And now it's, it, the pendulum has just completely swung around. And now we are looking back on the 0506 playoffs, not with like this, like, Oh yeah, I remember when they were good. That was really cool. But like, uh, man, I can't wait for that feeling to be back. That's gonna be sweet. Right. In like twelve months. Like, playoff that's, hockey that's and shorts. Exciting. Oh, dude, I'm, re- <laughs> I'm ready for like shorts and hoodie season going to a playoff game. I'm ready. <sighs> I am ready. I'm for not. That. I'm not ready for that playoff year to be twenty years old. I'm not. Oh, that's I am not that's spiritually prepared for that. That's, that's gonna <laughs> that's hurt. A, you. That's gonna be a real problem. That's gonna hurt. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout. We are taking your calls at 803-0550. You want to talk Sabres, Bills, we're uh, Kentucky Derby, of course, later today. We're going to have a pregame show with Brian Koziel down at Batavia Downs. That's coming up at 2 o'clock once we're done here. But this is Sports Talk Saturday. I'm Zach Jones along with Josh Schmidt and Corey Griswold. This is WGR. Don't forget to check out the WGR Apparel at WGR550Shop.com. Shop for t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more. Get your hands on a We Still Believe t-shirt at wgr 550 Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Dop.com. Sports Talk Saturday rolling along here on a gorgeous Saturday here in Amherst Studios. I'm so I, like I'm I'm staring out the window. I, I always pick the seat that stares out the window. And it's just blue skies. I can't wait for two o'clock to roll around. I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna roll down the windows. Throw I'm the sunglasses golf on later today. You're playing golf at five. I'm, I'm so excited. super. I was doing super that. not looking forward to it. Not gonna lie, because it was so rainy. I was like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna wet. be bad. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be muddy. My nice new shoes are gonna get all dirty. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're going to have a great the time. vibes are immaculate. Oh. Um, real quick, um, Casey Middlestat is effectively converting Canadians to American hockey. He is. We both got we, a tweet. We just found that like fun tweet on Twitter of someone buying a white USA Casey Middlestat jersey yesterday, and they're Canadian. Love it. I love it. That's It's great. Oh. So good. 
The Sabres vibes are exceptional. I think that's this maybe the most fun thing is that we can honestly look here with both Buffalo sports teams and be like, I can't wait for either season to start. Not just because you're a fan of said season. Like I'm a huge football fan, and now I've really, I've really embraced hockey. Like before, it was probably football. I'm a big college basketball fan. I think a lot of people that have heard me on air know that I'm a big college basketball fan. Hockey has easily become number two now. Like I now am watching playoff games where the Sabres have no bear. It's the Western Conference, and I'm yeah. sitting here watching like <laughs> Dallas and Minnesota, and I'm like, this is sick. Yeah. And I, I'm the exact opposite. I was hockey, more hockey, more hockey, football. So you're like, cool. And now I'm like, hockey, I'm gonna, I'm football. Gonna, I'm going to go to Rochester. I'm going to go to Cincinnati and watch an ECLH game. <laughs> ECHL. Oh, the Bills, the, Get the it Bills, right. The Bills are playing? Oh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll watch I them. guess. Yeah. You're going to force me to? But, like, that's the thing. It's like, now that both these sports teams are good. I mean, we're in our 20s. Sorry, Corey. I, I feel – I'm so sorry. <sighs> But so me and Josh are in our twenties, <laughs> and like side. much much of our life with with Buffalo sports has been um, awful, awful in a word. It's yeah. been awful. Yeah, and it's been now, pretty. That no, that's you can send that back to me. Oh I, yeah, you're I right. remember. You're right. I remember getting made fun of at school for wearing Sabres clothes. Oh yeah. If I wore a Sabres shirt, I was the butt of the joke oh, the whole oh, day. Oh baby, I went to, I went to a Pennsylvania school for a year, Ooh. and I did anything Buffalo. A bunch of Steelers fans would Ooh. just. Out of no, like they could sense blood in the water they like sharks, and they would just show up and they'd be like, "Oh, you're a Buffalo Bills fan. Like, you should like, be an above-average team like us." And I'm like, "I'm like, guys, whatever." The worst part was I like the city of Pittsburgh too, so I'm like, you know what? I'm choosing to ignore this because I love your city, Permani Brothers. Great food. I'm ignore all of this negativity. Now the Steelers <laughs> suck. It's karma right there. That's Look karma. That's karma. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But it's just I, like I, it, I, I. There was a fear, you know, getting into this industry. And I, I remember speaking of, like, going to school in Pennsylvania, it was a professor that kind of pushed me to, like, do this. He's like, you have a very good voice. You don't sound awful to listen to. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Thanks. Uh, it's, it's such a great compliment. I know. Corey's right. It's, yeah, it's 50-50. Right. It's, it's hit or miss. Hey, okay. I, got the, I got the face for radio, though. I might want a second opinion. We'll see. I definitely have the face for radio. I'm just stoked <laughs> that my beard finally touches. Good for like, you. That there's not, like, like <laughs> stoked about it. Cannot tell you how happy talk I am about it. Talk to 15-year-old me, and, and then we'll talk. But, like, there was, like, a real, like, fear, like, doing this job. I'm like, I don't know how I don't want to long... talk about just the Bills and the Sabres all the time. If they're bad, like, I was sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, man, if I do this in Buffalo, and, like, they both are terrible, like... How long is my shelf life? Like in all seriousness, like cause I was like, I'm, like, I'm still I, here. Like you're still here, but you're jaded. They love labor. That's true. They, um, they, they, can you like talk about? Yeah, you're fine. I'll something. do it. I'll do it. I'll yell about it. Ask. Hey, you talk to Chris and Mike. You ask them. Oh, they, they talk post game. That, that it was drought. difficult. Yeah, they talk about how 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 it was difficult at the time, and and that's my thing too. Is I look, I can talk about quarterbacks for a draft class until I'm blue in the face. I have no problem there. But at a certain point, I'm even like, can you can you get one, guys? Please. Can, can we can we do something here? Like I don't, you know, now that there, there's positivity here, like I am watching playoff games for hockey because I'm just like I'm I'm just into the sport now. Like let's go. You know what I noticed change as a teacher and what uh, kids in middle school and kids in high school and how they interact with sports. It is almost exclusively in small chunks. So mm-hmm. they're watching YouTube. They're they're not actually watching games. They're too busy for that. They see highlights. Yeah, they see highlights. They see they don't it's they don't have the local team as their best interest. It's different now because the Bills have overwhelmed and reached national. And now yeah. that the Bills have reached national, they're in all those highlight packages so they can wear, buy and wear and feel cool about the Bills while still engaging in the way that everybody else consumes sports, which is highlights. Josh Allen is the reason the Bills are saved in this town. Because if the Bills were good, but it had no one producing highlight real plays. Yeah, if there wasn't that guy that like you could gravitate to or just right. an exceptional not talent. Not the same. It's, it's not, not the same. same. Because yeah. that's not how kids engage with sports now. 
the fact that they have such an explosive dynamic player at the quarterback position who is on every highlight package on commercials on the face of the NFL like that's necessary now for your local team to hit oh absolutely absolutely I mean, I've talked and about nobody's it nobody's watching hockey highlights. So the, the like that doesn't apply to hockey because mm-hmm. it's so obscure that it the folks who are hanging out in highlight culture don't engage with it. Period. It is it is interesting though when like I I I saw this video on TikTok the other day and it was it was a guy watching hockey for the first time and like his reaction to things was just like and he, and he was like, yeah, I'm hooked. I'm watching, oh, yeah, I'm watching the next game. Yeah. And it's like, it's so cool to see like someone like convert over to a sport. I, I do wonder how, just, how just fast hockey how can grow now that they're back under the ESPN umbrella. And they, were, they weren't for years. That was the goal of the NHL in the late 90s when they were putting teams in Texas and they were putting teams yep. in California. And, and Arizona. And, and Atlanta. Like that, the whole plan was that. And it's, you know, to a certain extent it's worked. Hockey is a success in Texas. The Thrashers, oh, yeah. the thrashers almost worked, and I will die on this hill. The, the thrashers, thrashers need to be a team. And again. honestly, it was probably poor ownership that led to that. Right. You, can, you exactly. could easily make the case that poor ownership in Arizona is the yeah. reason that hockey isn't working. The Thrashers two, didn't two, work because they were an awful team. Right. Two of the best players, three, three of the best American-born players are from Arizona. Matthews, Thompson, and the Kachuk brothers. Right. It's To me, it's not an accident that the Sabres are better now with the arrival of Kevin Adams in all phases of the game. Not just in mm-hmm. uh, coaching, not just in the players on the ice, but also in the off-ice stuff. Yeah. Like well, because had- Adams was here with Lindy Ruff as an assistant coach during all the good years. Yes. And and he saw what the city was like. I think that's I think that's the key. Is he he knows what he knows what the city can be like. Oh, he, he's talked about it quite extensively. So did Jason Botterill. Like Botterill had all those connections too. Right. And well, but total dud. Yeah, but that was that was more on I think Botterill's decision making as a GM. I I don't know. A little, little too aggressive, too yeah, fast. Leadership at yeah. the command position, like up above coach, up maybe even sometimes GM or above GM. Mm-hmm. Those decisions that franchises make with how we are going to present ourselves to our fan base. Here's what are our business priorities are. And the Sabres, has, the Sabres have emphasized over the past year and a half, we need to rebuild this thing from the ground up to be a part of the community again. Yep. And it has paid huge dividends for them lately. If a franchise doesn't do that and it's just like, I don't know, we'll play it like a college rink. Who knows? And like it's... Arizona. It, yeah, it looks the way it does <laughs> for a reason because that isn't emphasized. So, like, the, the, the whole idea of, like, somebody watching hockey online and being like, oh, wow, this sport's actually pretty good. Because the league itself has emphasized for a long time, we, hey, we're here, hey, we're here, hey, we're here. And now, and now the game is so skill-based and so flashy. Well, yeah, you right. have Trevor Zegras on the worst team in the league producing highlight real goals every single it's, night. That, that, to me, is also very important. Like, and and it's, it's mainly, it's now under the ESPN umbrella, which it wasn't for years. Yes. And so you're seeing hockey highlights so every day. Mm-hmm. What account are you now getting hockey highlights mm-hmm. from? Not just from Tage Thompson's old account from when he was 15. <laughs> now, you're get, now you're getting highlight accounts on YouTube for a kid who's just letting the algorithm throw yep, stuff at him. Yep. From TNT and from ESPN, the same folks that throw NBA highlights at him. Absolutely. So because that is now equal, they're seeing those highlight packages from the NHL more often than they used to. And that you're not going to see that pay dividends for a couple of years down the road. That takes time to sink oh, in. Yeah, it's, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to really build in fan bases and stuff right. like that. But like, it's also like, gonna, like, but like you brought up, like hockey in Dallas is a hit. It's not even <laughs> about being on TV anymore. No. The, the, getting the social media arm mm-hmm. 
of ESPN and TNT behind you to shove so you into massive. the algorithm so massive. is maybe the biggest thing that's going to help the NHL grow in the future. It's that. Mm-hmm. It's oh, the, I I think as 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 rough as the NHL can be when it actually markets itself. They finally figured out that, like, oh, you have to market your stars and stuff like that. But I, I think the future for hockey is incredibly bright because of where the game is going. It is no longer – your best team is not the New Jersey Devils being like, we're going to win a game one nothing. It's and they, awesome. They, honestly, it. they got a contract without going on a strike. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. So, like, generally speaking, labor piece, huge But now, necessary. first time a league has done that since – it feels when? like forever. <laughs> but now, like, two of your best teams are Toronto and Edmonton. And, and we, we were talking about we, we want to hit in uh, the Edmonton-Vegas series because oh, it is Eichel McDavid. Yeah. And, and we'll do that coming back. We're going to take a quick time out here in a second. But, like, two of your best teams, three or four of your best teams, are just these high-flying, we're going to score a ton. And, you know, some of our goalies, mainly Dallas with Jake Ottinger, are just going to do these crazy acrobatic saves. And it's going to be a blast. You're going to love it. It's high-octane. It's high-emotion. Imagine Dominic Hashik. Oh, in this era? In this oh, in the social gross. media era. Oh, in the social media era would have been oh, ridiculous. He's man. already by most circles considered the greatest goalie of all time. Yeah. It, 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 it would have been impossible he to is the, Oh yeah. Uh, but it would have been it would have yeah. been impossible to ignore his greatness. I mean, this guy was averaging like nine thirty save percentage yeah. in, in an I, era where you, diving into the net from yeah. the corner like, because he could. Routinely getting outshot by a factor of two. Yeah, like, like Sabres would score, fifth, would shoot the puck fifteen times a night and score twice, and they would that'd be enough. And yeah, they would <laughs> they would win two nothing. Yeah, like, yep. it's just like what is happening here? Like him in the social media era, like because Corey's right, like you're getting those like quick fifteen second highlights. Like him in this era would have been obnoxious. How much you would have seen his on SportsCenter top ten the next day? You would have had legitimate segments of like, is he the greatest athlete like this sport's ever seen? Like, and it doesn't matter if it's right or not. It's the fact that that conversation would be happening, right? It, it, just because it would eyes, generate. You have eyes on the sport. Yeah, absolutely. And now, I mean, we're kind of having that conversation now with Connor McDavid with Edmonton of like, is he the greatest we've seen since Gretzky, or even is he greater than Gretzky based off the term of the the era? Which I think that's a bit ridiculous. I think Wayne Gretzky might be the greatest athlete to play a sport, but it's debatable just but because of you how look at the goaltending bad highlights. The goaltending yeah, was in the 80s. that you can make that argument. It's at, the I, goaltending in the '80s was stand there, and if it hits you, good job, and we're going to pay you some money. Also, but, always leave the crease. Always leave the crease by about twenty yards. Fight everyone that tries to fight you. And Canadian Prairie Brain Man, it's something <laughs> like for, for like it wasn't until like the '60s where they were like, should this guy be wearing a mask? Like it's just <laughs> and even I feel then, like even this guy should wear a mask. Even then, they were like, no, no, no we don't come on, like, helmets. Okay. The, the first guy to wear one, it was just because he like broke his nose the day before, and. He wore it for half the game, took it off, and said, I don't care if I break my nose again. I can't see. Yeah. A sport like, perfected by people who routinely got their arms mangled by tractors in Alberta. Yes. <laughs> that is the level of innovation you saw that's, in that sport. That's for a the long only time. way you can invent hockey, too. You could just you just have to like go to that area and just be like, hey, what do you want to do for fun? I'm like, going to go strap skate, some blades yeah, to my feet skate on and a run pond. across a frozen lake. Yeah, that it, and it might break through, but we kind of like that excitement. Yeah, it's exciting because it might break, but it might not. Craziness. <laughs> We're going to take a quick time out here. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. Did you know that you can now listen to all your favorite teams, station shows, and even podcasts all on the free Odyssey app? Download it today. Excellent book Prime choice. Welcome to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt, Corey Griswold. We're hanging out. Gorgeous day today. 
springtime slash summertime is well on its way for Buffalo. I'm leaving for vacation, and I think what, what's today's date? Is today the sixth? It is the sixth. Oh, exactly yesterday was in a the month, fifth. baby. Exactly in a month. Very excited. Very excited. Bring me back a souvenir. I mean, do you want like a Disney souvenir? I can do that. Fabulous Sloan, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous Sloan, New York. A little staycation in the Western New York area. Why not? Oh, I remember. I went to New Jersey to visit my buddy, and Nate Erie just just shredded me. He's like, New Jersey is not a vacation destination. Patterson, I'm like, I'm like, New Jersey. I'm like, you're technically right, of but like, stars. I'm leaving for a week, and I'm going to be that just going relaxing. That is not a real place. Yes, it is. Patterson, New Jersey, absolutely a real place. Absolutely a real nope. place. Refuse to believe it. <laughs> so no. You're naming fake sabers. I'm naming, I'm naming fake townships in New Jersey. <laughs> there we go. We're built different. Built different. Later on today, we got the Kentucky Derby. And right after us at 2 o'clock, Brian Cozio live from Batavia Downs will have you covered with kind of essentially pregame coverage of the Kentucky Derby. We've had like some news out there. I know Skinner has uh, been scratched from it due to elevated temperatures. Oh, That's fun. Didn't know that was a thing. And then we've uh, like. Did you say there was another yeah, horse that's so also out? Kentucky Derby favorite Forte scratched due to a bruised foot from ESPN at nine fifteen this morning. Oh, okay. So that's wide open. Anybody's race. It's it's anybody's race. Me and you threw down ten dollar bets. You know, yeah. at ten in the morning. Oh yeah. Thanks, Josh Allen. You're you're the best. Um, Have you ever wanted to go to Kentucky Derby? Not really. I don't know. Jeremy White promotes it every year that like you need to go, and like one of these years, I'm just going to be like, you know what? I enjoy driving. It's one of those therapeutic things for me. I'm just going to do it. Not through Ohio. Ooh, yeah. That's fair. Five hours through Ohio. Love it. You want to do it? Go through Pittsburgh, through West Virginia. See, but that's the thing. Ooh, if I go to Pittsburgh, it's going to be a whole weekend. You get thing. south of Columbus, <laughs> man, and you are, it's like driving into dystopia. It's just not pretty. It's just. I've read enough dystopian see, novels. I'm kind of the into same it. three silos in a barn that's every right. five minutes. And a sign and that says. if you're just going in circles. And, and every single little ham, it's like an America kind of town. And it's like, I don't that's know a, about that, Chief. That's a hell of a sales pitch right there. I you love have one it. functioning store. You got left behind. Let's not, let's not mince words here. <laughs> let's not mince You got left behind. But yeah, I mean, like the Kentucky Derby, though, is, is something I very rarely. Me and Corey were talking about it. You know, I got here at like ten. Josh, you got here at like ten fifteen. But we were talking hey, about it. Like, hey. is it like one lap? And it's like, yeah, it is. It totally is. Like just one, one lap. lap. Just and one like, lap. That's it. I don't know why. Like that. That does throw me off. Like I've I've well, seen horse races. I've bet on horse races before, and it, so, and it still will always boggle my mind that it's a single lap. And the it's horses. Long. The horses can't. Like, they're undergoing so much stress. Oh that, yeah. Like you can't do more than one lap. Oh, absolutely. Or else something will happen, and you don't want to tell about it. What that. is the Bristol of horse racing? Like, I want a, I want a dirt track. Ooh. I want a short loop, and I want to see, like, I want yeah, the ambulances. Want, you want, like, on, the shortest loop possible. I want the ambulances on standby. <laughs> You're like, I but see, I also want I different horses. I, don't, I want horses that can take a punch. I don't want these, these you know, these little toothpick-type horses where if they step on a nail wrong, like, they they got to put up a memorial well, like, with their brush t-shirts look, for it. Look at this one. It's got a bruised foot, and he can't race. Yeah, give me the workhorses. Like, give me some give me a, a big horse. I want a I want a warhorse. I want a Clydesdale. Let's go. <laughs> you want a warhorse racing around, like, I want to watch track the horse equivalent of defensive tackles going around a track, a short track. I want collisions. Give me... I want a little Ben-Hur is what I'm talking about right You now. want NASCAR... But with horses. <laughs> horses. Yeah. Rubbin's <laughs> racing, baby. Let's go. I don't even I didn't have nothing to say. He's like, I want a little Ben Hur out here. He wants <laughs> chariot races, but with war horses. I just I, you know what? I love the, the imagination. Also, Are you gonna say no to that? I don't know if I'd say yes to it. I, chariot, I, I can barely races. get in 
Chariot races would be kind of cool. I can barely get in the horse race. Chariot races, though, I'm all in, like, on, like, the, are we going to, like, smash into chariots? That's what I'm thinking. They would be way more upset about the horses potentially being injured than any athlete who Absolutely. was on the chariot. Absolutely. They, that's why they wouldn't do it. Like, if you, if you auto, they, essentially, they do. That's auto racing. If you automated the chariot and just drove around, everybody fine with it. That's car. That's, 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 that's NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, that's NASCAR. Um, but, yeah, bring back chariot races. Let's go. Ring, ring. Peter's on the phone. They're four they are not they happy. Are four wide. <laughs> But all the time, because every chariot has four horses. <laughs> Love it. We're going to take a quick time out and get you over to Hour 2 of Sports Talk Saturday. We are, of course, taking your calls at 803-0550. You want to talk a little Sabres? We were doing that earlier today. Yeah. The vibes in Sabres land seems to be immaculate. Me and Josh are getting some tweets as well about that. Yeah. And we'll keep talking to the NHL playoffs as well. we got we got to hit on Eichel McDavid as Game 2 is later tonight. We'll do that coming back after this quick time out. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. Load up on some great WGR apparel at WGR550shop.com. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more, including a new We Still Believe sweatshirt. Get yours now before they're gone at WGR550shop.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.